Hi, Erisso here at George Mason University. This episode is the fourth out of a series of 12. Um, you can find an overview of the spectrum of teaching styles in episode 254. In the past episodes, right under this, I've explained the command style and the practice style, and you can find them uh, below in the feed. Um, today, I'm gonna talk about the style C, which is the reciprocal style. Uh, this style focuses on the reciprocal social interactions between students who learn to provide content feedback to their fellow peers. Uh, the learners are making inherent decisions when giving and receiving feedback. So let's explain this as simple as possible. You and I are throwing a Frisbee back and forth. A third classmate is providing feedback to me based on the critical elements that I should be following in order to do the correct backhand frisbee throw. So that's a that's an overview example. Um, the teacher is responsible for setting the task, okay, the backhand frisbee throw, and the criteria that the students are going to use to provide feedback. So while the students are essentially peer teaching each other, the the teacher is walking around and observing the partnership making sure that they're being successful in delivering the instructions, using the criteria appropriately, and then providing that supportive feedback. More specifically, the teacher is making all the decisions about the subject matter, uh, subject matter criteria, and logistic decisions. Um, they're observing how students make decisions while they're peer teaching, and they're providing feedback to the learners in the peer teaching role. So it's very important here that the teacher is giving feedback to the observer, not the doer. And we're gonna go into that later on in the, in the episode. The learner's role, uh, on the other hand, is to work in partnership relationships, performing the task or providing ongoing feedback to improve performance. Um, in this process, the doer, right? It, that is a student performing the task that is making the same nine decisions we discussed uh, in the practice style. So the observer is offering feedback to correct the doer's performance guided by a criteria card that the teacher has previously designed. Uh, one benefit of the style is that the learners receive immediate feedback. Having students take peer teaching roles gets the ratio down to one-to-one -one for teacher to student. Now, what does this look like? The teacher's gonna organize the class in pairs with each member having a role, um, being either the doer or the observer. The teacher only communicates with the observer. Um, so every feedback given to the doer comes from the observer. The observer then has to make a series of decisions with the responsibility of knowing the criteria established by the teacher uh, provided in that criteria card. So with this knowledge, the observer should be able to compare, contrast, and make conclusions to communicate the results and help the doer improve the performance of the practice task. Uh, the subject matter objectives of this style focus mainly on the internalization of the subject matter by visualizing the steps, sequence, and details of the task. The learners are able to practice multiple times without the teacher 
um, and learn the criteria to compare, contrast, and assess performance while correcting errors immediately. The, when we think about the learner, uh, the standards of learning in PE, students are performing the psychomotor aspects of a task while also having the opportunity to reflect on the cognitive aspects of that same task. So in other words, when assessing a peer and correcting through guided feedback, students are encouraged to go beyond the performance skill, um, the performance of a skill being practiced, so which is the psychomotor domain, to developing a cognitive understanding of the task by analyzing another person performing the movement while being able to explain how to improve. In addition, the behavioral objectives focus on the communication and verbal behavior uh, that's needed to enhance the reciprocal relationships. This socializing process leads to the development of social bonds through respectful interactions. So the students learn to be patient, help each other, and feel rewarded when their partner succeeds on the task as a result of their work together. All in all, with this style, you're teaching in three domains. Psychomotor, the doer doing the skill. Cognitive, the observer giving feedback based on the correct skill. And affective, communicating respectfully with each other. Now, let's position this in the spectrum of teaching cells. Up to this episode, we've talked about the command and practice cells. I was able to provide examples that most likely everyone has seen in a PE or physical activity setting, uh, meaning you have the teacher making most of the decisions while the students follow exactly what the teacher demonstrates, or the teacher provides very straightforward tasks and the students practice exactly what was explained. The reciprocal style, on the, hand, on, on the other hand, may not be as familiar. Um, the new roles taken by the teacher and the student may create new social and psychological demands since it's the first style in which the decision of feedback is shifted to the learner. The learner then should learn how to use the power of providing feedback responsibly. At the same time, the teacher needs to learn to trust that the learners are going to make the decisions and control the urge to step in and correct the doer's quote-unquote incorrect performance, right? So both the learner and the teacher need to navigate the experience with trust and comfort. You have to give them time to be able to work these things out. Um, let's briefly describe how this could work in a physical education setting. Think about a teacher teaching uh, the pickleball serve in a PE class. Before class, the teacher has developed criteria cards that have an illustration of the expected skill and the critical elements of the serve written down. The card also has cues that exemplify feedback that may be used by the learners. When the teacher gets to the class, they are going to explain to the learners the need for a reciprocal relationship and the benefit of students being able to provide immediate feedback to improve performance. The teacher then explains the roles and expectations of the decision-making process. So a teacher might say to the class, one of you will have a criteria card and observe your partner practicing the pickleball serve. Compare the movement to the card and help your partner improve their serve. 
I'm going to be walking around and talking with the observers. So then the teacher's going to demonstrate the task. In this case, again, the pickleball serve. And you're providing a clear model of what is expected of students. The teacher should also model how to provide feedback, making sure that the students understand that it should be informative and supportive. Students are taught not to use the basic good work, nice job, uh, but something more towards like, hey, you could improve your grip on the racket by adjusting your hand in the handshake position that makes a V with your thumb and indicator finger. Or make sure you follow through completing the serve movement at the end of your serve. The learners then pick up the equipment, position themselves uh, throughout the gym and start practicing and peer teaching each other. Um, the teacher observes enough to hear the interaction. They provide feedback to the observer, not the doer, um, if necessary, and moves on to the next pair. At the end of the class, the teacher is gonna provide closure with feedback to the entire class. The reciprocal style may take a little longer for students to start a task the first time this style is used, but as soon as the students understand how it works um, in, in following classes, the learners are going to uh, begin to use that task performance much faster. Now, in summary, in the reciprocal style, the feedback variable of the task is transferred to the student who takes the role of observer, corrector, and reinforcer of the task. The objective is to enhance socialization by having students help each other, learn to receive feedback, and also evaluate each other. And more on that evaluation in a little bit. If you want to learn more about how to develop the criteria card, um, to successfully use a style, again, I suggest you take a look at the book. The criteria card can determine the success or failure of your class using this style of teaching. It's really important. All right. Now, a few of the concerns pointed out that need to be taught, uh, thought about when using the reciprocal style. Number one, the teacher needs to respond when students provide impatient or crude feedback or if there's no feedback. The reciprocal style not only reinforces the correct performance, but has the main focus on socializing aspects. It's important to have patience, right? Many students may need time to learn how to provide appropriate feedback. And you as a teacher should be modeling what appropriate feedback is. This is a process and they're going to learn, right? So. It takes trust and effort working with your students to achieve the desired outcomes. Second, selecting pairs can be a challenge. The suggestion is that when teachers start using the reciprocal style, students should select their partners they want to work with. This is going to improve the possibility of students working with pair, uh, pairs or peers uh, they feel comfortable with, resulting in higher success in understanding the dynamics of the style. However, as soon as the learners get comfortable with the reciprocal style, the teacher should have students working with the other students. Again, the objective of this style is to develop socialization in addition to skill. And by working with non-friends, uh, it, it's going to encourage the learners to develop social tolerance, patience, and empathy. So in starting to wrap this up, 
Um, I just want to talk about the few misconceptions regarding the reciprocal style that uh, have been brought up in the book. The first one is that the teacher has less work in the style. So in the reciprocal style, even though the learners are peer teaching each other, the teacher has a fundamental role of constantly engaging with the students and supporting them in the process. There's a need to prepare and plan to make sure that the expectations are clear and that the students can take over the teaching role. But this does not mean that the student took over the job of the teacher. The second point is the misconception that learners who have the difficult time comparing and contrasting performance criteria are not going to be successful in the task. This style is excellent for learners who need more time in cognitive processing since they take roles in supportive behavior. Um, in competitive activities, these students may actually be excluded. With the reciprocal style, in contrast, it provides a cooperative sense of participation that can help develop confidence and positive relationships among the students. It is really important to understand that the role of the observer is not to evaluate the doer. The feedback based on the criteria is supposed to be informative since it aims to reinforce and improve performance and not judge the performance. So finally, by having partners take both the roles, um, there's a sense of equality between students who learn the content and improve together. That's all we have for you on this episode. I'm going to be back with episodes explaining the following teaching styles. Stay tuned. Thanks as always to Abba Rodriguez for her work, at, for her work in uh, producing these podcasts and especially this uh, special series on uh, teaching styles. And of course, to the Spectrum Institute for the free materials they provide to everyone who has helped making these podcasts. Thank you so much.